on this week's episode. Sip and Savor and Magical Dining return, plus Disney for $49 a day. We missed Experience Kissimmee and Visit Orlando. Is it time for them to start meeting again? Dr. TikTok explains the correct way to brush your teeth. And we recap a full day at Bovine and City Creative. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Good morning and welcome to Swag and Repeat. We are coming to you tape from Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. We're not up in the wine room today and that's because... Well, one of my servers accidentally broke the door, which is made of pure glass. I was going to say, that that sounds like it's nothing when it's just a door. Yeah. But no, they shattered a glass. Like one of these? Like uh-huh. even worse than that. So upstairs in our Eagle's Nest, we have two sliding doors that meet one another. They're and, beautiful. And they're yeah. beautiful, yes. Yeah. And the hardware on it is extremely heavy, which we found out this week that we didn't know. They're on like a track and they slide. But I, what I think may have happened was that they maybe tried to push or pull it rather than sliding it, and it just fell off the entire grid and just shattered everywhere. I was in my office at the time, and I walk out. I was like, why is there ice all over the floor? And then I looked, and I I just put my hands to my face. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is absolutely absurd. I've never seen anything like this. Then I started sweeping. So (laughs) You put pictures of of this up on Instagram, right? I did, yeah. Okay, so we can see it. Since this is a podcast. It was on my story, but I can, yeah, we could repost to, to the swag. Yeah, maybe on the swag page so we can see why we have to be down here. What what room is this we're in? This is the barrel room. Or the Brian Avery room. The what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what? People was... people remember. We'll just let it go. <laughs> Never forget. I don't the know. That was, Avery... that was the risk management speaker. Oh, yeah, let's move it was on. Before your time. We'll move on. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, let's move on from there. This is episode <laughs> sixty five, our weekly podcast that covers the networking events that make up Orlando's meeting and events industry. We talk about the available jobs, we cover the breaking news, and we chat with industry professionals like Michelle Holm here about what's going on in Orlando. You can find our old shows, leave five star reviews, and share us our podcast by subscribing to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Stitcher. That was your, <laughs> Stitcher. That was your clue for <laughs> Stitcher. He's like motioning to her like she's supposed Obviously to know. you know what Stitcher is. Yeah, like the most the popular one. platform for all podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I would have said Apple, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep up with us and interact with our hosts and listeners by following us on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on our new and improved Instagram, which is done by Joe Truitt. It's not improved. It is definitely improved. It's improved. It is way better. Good job. Send us your content. <laughs> no, you're killing it. Like, I, I think we have like almost 400 followers. And when I gave it to you, I had like 100. So whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. Go back on vacation, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, that's, I, that's right. I was on vacation. So I'm so happy to be back. So thank you so much for having me. We're happy to have you. Yeah, that's four weeks. It was only supposed to be three. I think people three. missed having a male voice on here. Yeah, so. it was like a flamingo thing. Thanks for and balancing us out. There you go, yeah. But also, just as a note, like he didn't know what to do to set up this morning. He was really was We let him do it all by himself. <laughs> it was bad. I didn't even he plug didn't the plug microphones in. in. He doesn't know how to use a disk drive thingy. He said, guys, I can't hear any of you. I said, plug in the microphones. Well, thank God for Michelle Holm because she showed us how to fix the disk. I know. How to unlock the I didn't SD even know card. you could do that anymore, but I remember yeah. doing that from VCRs and like discs mm-hmm. back when we were kids. I just yeah. remember Nintendo and like slamming it into the device system. So yeah, I'm glad that you didn't do that. Dave, we're middle aged now. Yeah. Ew, don't yeah. say that. I know. Yeah, I'm getting there, yeah. <laughs> at least. All right, so that our question terrible. of the week. Oh, wait, we didn't. We Yeah, we have. Okay. Introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm one of your three hosts, Dave Bucklew. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do anymore. <laughs> 
love follow it. the script. It's so oh, hard great. to follow the script. <laughs> Get right? back on the bike. <laughs> See, as I said, I'm one of your three hosts, Dave Bucklew. Joining me as always, I have Joe Truitt. Hello, good morning. That's Joe Truitt. That's me. That's my voice. And I have Selena Molinax. Hello, good morning. That's her. That's her voice. Yay. That's Selena. And then, oh, I forgot to ask yeah. you what your title was. So I have Michelle Holm, Dr. Michelle Holm. We found out it's the second doctor we've had on the show. But yeah. what is your title? You're something at UCF. <laughs> so, I, so I'm a lecturer at the Rosen College of Hospitality Management, and I am the Event and Entertainment Management Program Coordinator, which means that I do all of the scheduling for those departments in coordination with the department chair. That's why you didn't know her title. That was a long that title. That was a good yeah, one. That, she like, did it way better than UCF. I was. <laughs> she is going to tell us about the football season what, later. No. Selena, <laughs> you know, what's your title? Like, Is it two words or three words? District account executive. That's longer than mine. Yeah. Okay. Event planner. And <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave, owner. <laughs> exactly, yes. So our question of the week has changed three times since we got here this morning. Oh, cool. gosh. Cool, cool, cool. It was going to be about American history, but I couldn't come up with anything Thank quick. Thank goodness. And it was going to be about fast food. We'll save that one for next week. And now it's going to be, I asked the girls when I came in, I was thinking, how do you brush your teeth? Like, what's the proper order? This is why it took us so long to get ready this morning. Yeah, we're way behind just because (laughs) everyone does it differently, apparently. So we'll start with Joe. What's the proper way? So I will tell you what I found after I tell you how I feel. And <laughs> I am I am an alphabetical order person, so I brush, what? floss, mouthwash. It's not because oh. it's in mouth, and it's not because it's in alphabetical order. Oh. But that's how I learned it. Huh, Selena? That's interesting. So the and question the question order? is really what order do you do it in? Brush, you floss, should be brushing. Mouthwash. You should be flossing. You should be uh, mouthwashing. Using mouthwash. Should, yeah. yeah. should be. Should, should be. Should be. Yeah. Should be. But what's the proper order, really? Oh, like from the article? No. Or from you, what? What is the proper? What do you think brush, the proper order floss, is? Brush, floss, mouthwash. Brush, floss. <laughs> not just because it's alphabetical. That's what you think. That's what I think. Yeah. But Selena has a TikTok way of. Okay, of well, that's how I've always done it because that's how I was taught to yeah, do it. But the doctors of TikTok. But now, <laughs> yeah, according to TikTok, which I've learned so much on there, guys. Um, <laughs> it's gotta be true. So TikTok doctors and teeth people. Is that a thing? A TikTok said, doctor? I'm sorry. What yeah. teeth people? Come on. Hygienists. Yeah. Dentists. I believe that's Word. correct. Yeah. That's the correct title. They go on there and they say like, you're all doing it wrong. Here's the proper way. And then a doctor's like, yeah, I've listened to them. They're telling you the right thing. And like they do it with skincare. They do it with COVID. Everything. <laughs> right. So anyway, um, TikTok said that you're supposed to use mouthwash first and then you brush or floss and flush and brush, whatever. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been using mouthwash first. And I'll tell you what it does for me and my skincare routine because there's times where I have to like wait for stuff to to dry on my face, you know, before I go on to the next step. So now I just added mouthwash while stuff's drying on my face and then I brush my teeth. And anyway, my boyfriend judged me and said I'm doing it wrong. But I've gone through like three bottles of mouthwash, which typically you know, last like a year. Are you so. drinking it? No. Are we getting a little good Good. I think it's because I'm using it now twice a day. Like, I didn't used to do it twice but a wait, day. But wait, I have a question because for those people who... This is perfect. This is a podcast. Brush, <laughs> who brush in the shower. Mm-mm. Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm not a brusher in the shower. Nope. I'm just saying there are people who do that. So what do they floss in the shower and mouthwash in the shower and do all of these other things in the shower? That's a great question. Or do they get out and do the other stuff? We're going to have to do a question. poll. Yeah, I'm not a shower I brusher. I was listening to a, a well, different I have an electric, podcast. I have an electric toothbrush, so that one. So it work. doesn't go in there. That's well, I mean, not a good I probably idea. could, but that might be a little bit weird. No, and I right? always learned. You know how like 
in at Target or Walmart, they sell this thing to hold your toothbrush, and it's like a little cup with four holes in it. It's yeah, it's a standard thing in America. <laughs> okay, well that thing that what could that I, be I don't called? own. We've never had that in my house, but I've seen it. Anyway, so those things. Um, I don't do that because then you're exposing your toothbrush, like the brush part, and then when you flush the toilet, particles go up and then they go in your toothbrush. Wait, so, who? First I don't of use all, that. Who keeps that by the toilet? It's in your bathroom. When you flush, if you don't have the lid all the way closed, stuff goes everywhere. I know that, but it's like coughing or sneezing. But whose toilet? It, I don't. Well, know. I guess I've it, lived. It I really live in depends. a small place where the sink where is next, is to, the right next to the toilet. You, you but guys. you should really keep your toothbrush holder on the opposite side of the sink. So I don't have that, and I put I lock I put mine in a drawer because I don't want anything to get on it. And I'll tell you, this is this is going on a tangent. The other day, I saw like a little. <laughs> There was like a little cockroach bug thing in the drawer where my toothbrush is. So then I had to throw out the toothbrush because it could have been on my toothbrush. Well, I hope you sanitize that drawer too. It all went like start over with the Usually, non-existent Clorox wipes that exist in see, the store. Dave, right you did this. <laughs> Usually, what, what you are missing right now because this is a podcast is Joe's look of disgust and disbelief. This is what's <laughs> oh, happening. I have stuff thing. to talk about. I'm that's not industry. literally crying right now. <laughs> and then also, I replace my toothbrush every time I go through a toothpaste. That's how I replace them. Well, it really should be like every... Sounds like you should replace them every day. I thought it was every three months. It's supposed to be every three months. Mm. Do you guys like have a calendar for this stuff? Like how do you... I'm sure you do. (laughs) No, I go based on the toothpaste. You need to time block it. When the toothpaste is done, I go to toothbrush. If you use a very minimal amount of toothpaste, which apparently you're supposed to. Did you know? You know how like typically people use a toothbrush and they like (laughs) put the toothpaste all the way through the whole brush? You're only supposed to use a little pea sized amount. That's a little bit too much. That's what TikTok told me. (laughs) I think I just blacked out. Like what is going We are an event and meetings podcast. Like we're running out of tape here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm done. Dave, do you have any input before? Uh, Mine's pretty simple. (laughs) (laughs) Mine was brush your teeth, floss, then mouthwash. But I've I've changed just recently to floss, brush your teeth. No, but it really should be mouthwash at the end. Either way, it was mouthwash at the end. I think I can give you a solution. And the floss should come after their teeth brushing because you'd have less plaque. Yeah, I was thinking the other way because you get the plaque out and then you can wipe it off with it. The toothbrush. That's what I was thinking later. I have a solution so. from yeah, Grace maybe. and Lady. It's a family and cosmetic dentistry practice. Uh-huh. So they are much more accredited than TikTok. Uh-huh. So final thoughts. Which is better? Brushing, flossing, mouthwash or flossing, brushing, mouthwash? Honestly, both approaches, when done right, will foster a healthy approach to dental hygiene. Can we please move on? Yes. <laughs> as long as you're flossing. Because if you don't First. floss, you have bad breath. And you might not know, but you do. Okay. <laughs> Preach. TikTok told me that too. Preach. All right. If you're still listening. <laughs> oh my gosh. You are you're listening welcome. to the right podcast. I know yes. it might not seem that way. Okay. Now that we got all the formalities out of the way, let's go ahead and talk Those about Those were the formalities. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Visit Orlando. The impact on Orlando travel and industry webinar that was this week was really good. Lots of facts. So many facts that Joe wrote them all down and is trying to pull them up on her phone right now. Yeah. I, I appreciate Joe writing them down because I did not watch it. So, and yeah. I knew that Selena wasn't available and I also knew that she doesn't watch things if it's not live. So I had to bring this to the table because I'm a team player. So this <laughs> Orlando brought in their industry update of where we're at, the whole state of the union, all of these things. Occupancy is obviously still down, but 
the takeaway is that weekend average is 37%, weekday average is 27%. That's going up though a little bit. It little is bit going up bit. for sure, but they just put an emphasis on the drive travel and leisure is the most common thing, which I think we all kind of which knew. might go away though. Because school coming back, so that kind of... I don't know. There's more. Just wait. There's more. (laughs) So they were doing projections for advanced bookings based on what the advanced bookings were for Memorial Day and July 4th. While they're down 48% currently for Labor Day, they do believe that it's going to be even better. So Memorial Day was 67%. They were down. And then July 4th was 59% that they were down. So being at 48 right now, we're on track to being even higher in those occupancies later in the month. Again, another detail that I think is kind of obvious is the incredibly short advanced booking windows. Um, they haven't really had much change to this beyond you know the current month of what we're doing. Just basically saying that average they had there was zero to 21 days, but they're really saying it's two to 10 of people booking travel. Hmm. Um, so kind of interesting to know that as well. This is the thing that I want to go to. I'm going to fast forward to kind of later into the, the presentation. Meeting planners were surveyed and 77% said virtual and hybrid events will be the new norm for at least the next year. And we posted that on our story yesterday, um, talking about hybrid events, and um, that's a, that's a high number, I think. What do you guys think for um, virtual and hybrid events being the new norm? Seventy-seven percent. The new norm or the temporary norm? The new the, for the norm for at least the next year. Yeah. Year, I believe it. Yeah. After yeah. that, no. Yeah. Especially hybrid. I I've already hybrid, seen yeah. the transition from fully virtual to hybrid. I think hybrid will actually become semi-permanent like Mm -hmm. beyond the next year. Yeah, I I agree. Especially once people are investing time and resources to learn how to do it properly or to invest in the software to do it, they're going to continue because it's an added revenue stream once it's done properly. And you can hit, you know, target more people around the world if that's your market like that. So it makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you're a supplier, they were saying, what are the things that meeting planners need to know and how can you help them? They need to know how many guests can be seated with the, with social spacing involved. So these are the things that you need to have on your website and available for those meeting planners. Not what you used to do last year, but what is actually available to be a seating capacity for social spacing and your updated cancellation policy was the other detail. So sharing those two things, they did confirm that we do have three larger conferences and conventions coming to the convention center for the rest of the year. IAPA in November, ITSEC, which is a military simulation conference is in December. And then the AKC, which is a dog show. Those are all confirmed at this time. So we will have something coming to the OCCC. And then the the last bit there was about recovery. So just to give everyone kind of a timeline of how long it took to recover prior to in uh, a 9-11 in 2001, it took 41 months to recover back to peak. So where we were to where we needed to be back to peak, it took 41 months. After the recession in 2008, it took 38 months. So they're very hopeful that it'll be less than that for this, but still it's not going to happen overnight. It was basically it's definitely the, not going to happen overnight. Yeah, I mean, it would have happened if that was the case. I think it'll be longer than that. I agree because what we're seeing now is not yeah. compared to those two it's events. The entire lifestyle change. I kind of think it might be shorter. That, you would. You, two yeah, years. You're very, <laughs> two years. Tomorrow. So 24 months. Because once people feel comfortable traveling, that's what we have to overcome. So yeah, I think it's the travel, but it's also the interaction once you're there. So people are. It, I don't think it's. I'm not worried about getting on a plane, or I'm not worried about driving somewhere. It's when I'm there the interaction with other people might be a concern for for a lot of people. Right. Like, do I go to the bar? Do I go to the events, the after party? Like, do Mm -hmm. I do those things and spend money in that town if 
I don't feel safe with strangers. And they did mention even when you do have these conventions coming in that the length of stay is immediately being reduced. So if they used to stay for four nights, you can expect two probably. Yeah. So for it to go back to what it was, I mean, I think it's going to take time for people to feel comfortable again, especially when you consider people from all over the world. Yeah. So if you have international attendees. I like the consumers continue to prefer prefer outdoor natural destinations, 97%. Yeah. Definitely saw that this summer with the national parks were packed. packed I like bet. Busy. Yeah. yeah. Very busy. So that's good to know. People you have like one tree between people to make sure you're spacing. Well, they're so big. <laughs> they're so massive. So they're, except for like Mount Rushmore, I hardly even noticed there were a lot of people there, but you could see the cars coming in. But once oh, yeah. you get in, yeah. there's so many places you yeah. can go. So. It's so nice to do that. Let's do our conferences there. Yeah. <laughs> Outdoors. Yeah. So Bovine. All yeah. three of us were there at Bovine on, what was that, Tuesday? Wednesday. Yes. Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday was the busy day. Yes. Yeah. Wednesday. So how was that? Tell us about it. They have really pretty plates. So before I got there, Joe got there first and texted me and she said, it's really pretty here. So (laughs) I was already waiting to walk into something really pretty. But my favorite was the plates, so much so that I was touching them. Like yes. I was they had nice texture feeling up my plates. Yeah. <laughs> I actually finished one of the courses and I lifted <laughs> the plate above my head so I could see where it was made and by whom it was made. It's, they're from Germany. Yeah. And then you looked it up. Yeah. And I looked it up because I wanted to know what price point they were and how breakage works in restaurants and how they could afford that. But these are the things that go through my head whenever I'm having dinner. Yeah. So I said yes. Did their, I said yes to networking. This is their first in-person event. Georgia in was so excited. Five months. Back. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. It was a great presentation. How I thought was that attendance? It, the room was packed. I, I mean, think it was a sellout. Well, it was sold out, yeah. So how many people do you think were there? Like 50? 50, I think. Is 45 probably actually there, maybe And how 50. was it yeah. set up? Was everybody just sitting regular? Tables of like, like six. Like six to eight was the maximum, and they were all they're spread out. Yeah. Spread out. Yeah. yeah. They did temperature checks. Everyone was required to wear a mask. That's right, they did. Yeah. Um, so, and they had sanitizer at every seat sponsored by I Said Yes. So, the definitely. The servers even had like those. The shields. Shields. The, the, were... the glasses. Right. Shields. That's what I liked is that they were glasses. Because the ones that go on your forehead, fine, but like that's weird. And then the ones that go on your chin move when you talk. So, I like mm-hmm. these glasses because they're just wearing glasses, but then it's a shield. Yeah. So that was cool. Except if you wear glasses, I don't know how you could double up. Glass on glass on glass. Yeah. Yeah. So Better invest in some contacts. True. What did you think of the food? <laughs> food was delicious. The bacon starter I thought was great. Same. As someone who doesn't like bacon, I liked it. So it I don't delicious. know what that means, but it was good. Salad how do was you good. not mm-hmm. like bacon? I don't Hold know. On. But it was good. <laughs> I like ham. We've had this conversation. We have had this conversation. Canada. <laughs> well, this is news to me. So um, I'm not from here. So anyway, um, I loved the salad. That was actually my favorite. It was a wedge salad, but it was so simple. Better. Different. It was. It was better. The, the dressing Huge. was like kind of like a spicy Cajun something. I don't know. Mm. Something. It was good. It was delicious. Steak was too small. Steak was small. I was still hungry. Steak was I, tiny. Yeah. Especially knowing, like, I'm going to Bovine. I'm going to a steakhouse. I want to try steak. And well, it it's funny because, like, Dave has his plate placed in front of him. And I just look at him and I go, do you want mine? <laughs> Are you going to be hungry after this? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. This is just a snack. And I was like, mm-hmm, yeah. You know, I, I did need after, thank God, because we went to Selena's thing a little bit later. And there was so much food. So. Let's so talk about food. that. Then let's fast forward. Was there anything else you wanted to highlight on I Said Yes? It was great to see so many people. I I got to see the wedding map. The wedding, the oh, actual funny. wedding venue map, the brand new one that just came out. He opened it up and saw that it's an actual map. It is an actual map of yeah. Central Florida, and where <laughs> it's all very the helpful are. that it, the map is a map. The map is a map. It's yeah. not just an app. Look at you. He was very punny that evening too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
So, yeah. And uh, it was funny. Shannon Taren actually avoiding Betty Map came up to us and she was like, what is this Swag and Repeat team doing here? Because it was a mostly social wedding type of Group. networking event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so because of that, there's different people. Like it's not the same people mm-hmm. we're used to networking with all the time. So it's, you know, it's refreshing to be around different people and to see how they're adapting during this time and also surviving. Mm-hmm. It's a glittering hour. Yeah. Tell us about that. So we were at City Creative Orlando. It had just opened up this year and it was my first time there and I love it. Uh, it's, it's really beautiful. neat. He has like an Instagram gallery. Yeah. Or ga- so what do they call it? Graham gallery? Graham gallery. Graham gallery. Yes. He probably yeah. loved that. Yeah. <laughs> it was really pretty. We took a group shot there. So if you know David Meister, he's a serial entrepreneur is what I call him, but he owns a good five businesses at least. At least. He has this space, which is called City Creative, and it's a co-working space. So you can buy a day pass and show up and you can have either a private space. You can, you know, co-work with other people. And there's different kinds of setups, like your own table against a wall or a little table by the He cafe. even said like he has people doing like their zoom meetings there because of the backgrounds he has yes. so oh yeah that's cool that's what i do it's better yeah. than my you don't need a virtual one if you can do that yeah, yeah. your face is like half cut off because it's like the virtual thing <laughs> where it doesn't know where your face is <laughs> true because my hair is so dark it like blacks me out <laughs> you're bald usually yeah always <laughs> so it was a great space in itself he gave us a tour and showed us you know the warehouse where he has the stages plus equipment and then all their offices and you know um, right now the balloon business is growing like crazy because all of mm. a it's blowing up. Are back. Oh it's my blowing god! Up. They're popping up in here. <laughs> Blow it up. That was that was. That was my puns. Those dad jokes all night long. Oh lord! <laughs> Get him back into networking, please. Uh, we had food provided by Hard Rock Cafe. So much food. So much food, and it was delicious. And we had a great group and lively conversation. And what I liked about this one is, you know, for Glittering Hour, it's a sales mastermind group. We always have guided questions and then pages of notes about the topic. So the topic was time management tips, which I was very surprised that it's been almost three years and we've never talked about time management. Really? I thought we had, but I couldn't find notes. So anyway, (laughs) what I liked is that the conversation flowed the entire evening to where we didn't have to look at the notes and like refer to Number B2, you know, like it just, we naturally you got sunk there. my battleship. Yeah. I like the tip about changing the wording of your contract from deposit to retainer. Right. That has nothing to do with time management, but that it doesn't, just tells but you that's how our We got into a lot of tangents, but. Yeah. That's no toothbrushes last night, but yeah. It, so there was that conversation about making sure if you're currently taking a deposit and calling it that, change that to make, make it a retainer. That's a great tip. Retain yeah. your yeah. services. Genius. Yeah. Yeah. Then you did good. Tribe right after that. I did do Tribe right after that. So you time blocked <laughs> Tribe in. So you had it right after. Would you do it in the car on the way home? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And it was a Zoom where everybody was on and, you know, their faces were on Zoom, but I was driving in the darkness and so I didn't have mine on. So it was so like, are you afraid of the like, dark with doing? Selena? Yeah. Um, no, but it was amazing. So the speaker was Kendra Davies. She is a life coach here in Central Florida with Stellar Coaching. And she talked about basically goal setting. She talked about the fear cycle, like what do you fear and how and what is it? And then how do you feel when you accomplish something? And then she talked about like neuro-linguistics and making that, putting an actual physical action to that that you fear or that or when you feel successful she offered a promo for everybody who attended or anybody that's in tribe to attend her sessions at a discounted price and it was just such great conversation between all the zoom attendees who talked about different goals that they have you know so somebody 
somebody, for example, Talia, I'm going to call her out. Uh, you all know her from PPN. Talia is currently pregnant and she set this goal for herself that she wanted her little baby to be wrapped in a blanket that she made, but she doesn't know how to make blankets and how to sew or knit. She doesn't know how to knit. So she taught herself how to knit because she has this vision of having her baby wrapped in her blanket that she made. So it was all things like that, like visualizing and setting goals and making them happen, things like that. It was a really good, lively conversation, so much so that we upgraded our Zoom account to be able to have long conversations <laughs> and not the free 40-minute one. Okay. So that's, yeah. big. that's a good idea. Yep. So the 9 to 5 is going to take a break this week to reload with new jobs. So we'll be back next week. If you know of any jobs, you know, send them to Selena, tag her throughout the week. She loves that. She loves to know about these new jobs. We'll skip right into our promo section with some birthdays. It's really hard to find birthdays this week, I guess. Facebook was down. So we stalked everyone via social media. For two media. of us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For one side of the table, it wasn't working. So the other side of the table has birthdays. So we apologize if we missed you. Please let us know it's your birthday so we can send you some love. But Selena, you want to start with Monday? Monday. Yeah. So today we're yeah. celebrating my boyfriend, Ryan. Ryan Novak. Yeah. It's his birthday. We're going to Colorado Fondue for some cheese oh, and chocolate. Choice. Yum, yum. So, I've never been there. Girl. Okay. Stop. Every any major moment. Yeah. I'm like, Colorado fondue? <laughs> it's close to our house, too, so that helps. It's what, yeah. cheese and chocolate? Cheese and chocolate's it's what like we go melting. for. We skip, it's yeah, pot, yeah. It's like melting pot. We skip the steak and shrimp section. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll just go straight to chocolate. Okay. But, you know, starting keto tomorrow, ignore the fact that I'm having chocolate. And by tomorrow, I mean today. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a great place to go because you get meat and shrimp and cheese and all the things and all the fondues okay so i'm celebrating a birthday today former mpi president diane moore her birthday is wednesday on friday this this week we have a several birthdays actually from the MPI chapter you may know Jenna Fox and Mark Benson both celebrating on friday on friday we're also celebrating premla whitney great supporter of the show yep She's Thank down you. in South Florida somewhere. Yeah. Like She's still in our hearts. It's yes. fine. And Saturday, we have my boy, Anthony Casella. Of the advisory board. Of the advisory board, yeah. We need to get a recap of what's going There's on. There's nothing advisory. going on. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Taking a summer break. <laughs> I think Magical Dining, maybe we'll get back together and have some steak somewhere. So. Okay. I'll keep you updated, Joe. Perfect. No babies. I'm going to backtrack and say congratulations on your new job to Sarah Jeanin. You might remember her from being here in Central Florida and MPI and all the Uh, industry organizations a few years back but now she's back after traveling the world and she's working with kaleidoscope adventures very cool she's still with adventures that's nice any updates on the wedding joe so not really any big updates on the wedding we had my bridal shower a couple weekends ago which was amazing it was so awesome beautiful all my friends and family and then the only update i really have is that article that you sent me this week dave about um, new york opening up for 50 guests for weddings. So if New York Ooh. is opening for 50 guests for weddings, I feel like the rest of us can have 100. R- correct. Yes. And Kentucky can have all of the people as many as they yeah. want. Whatever right? Joe needs. Yeah. Right. Yes. Well, and I've done the, I've done the, done the mental math and I need them to open up for 75% capacity because the room seats 120. <laughs> so I need 75% to get 90 and I can just wink my way in for the other couple. That so I you've need. already invited people. Yes. But now you have to have less. Yes. She's hoping have for you, some attrition. Have you given people a heads up? Like BT Dubs, you were on list number three, so you might not really make No, I said it. watch the news. Do you see that this isn't happening? Hmm. Yeah. It's unfortunately – at this point, we don't know what to do, and that's our response to everyone is, hey, is your wedding still happening? We hope so, but we don't know. Like We'll keep you updated as we find out more. 
you know and yeah i think people will know like if 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 it's a friend or our family we're gonna invite our family you know like that just kind of happens let's talk about more positive things (laughs) on a more positive note cmp you got your cmp i know we announced it prematurely in hopes that you would get it yeah, but you actually My got good it luck. yeah yes, but now we can do the air horns for joe so joe <laughs> you are cmp <laughs> yes, <laughs> Makes all three of us CMPs. Certified meditating. Oh my god! Wow. Certified uh-huh. meditating. <laughs> Certified meeting professional. That's us. Yeah. Yes. That's, we could just change the name of the podcast. Yes. Well, it's the so, CMP podcast. So <laughs> I used to, you guys wouldn't know because you didn't you have yours, but I felt so left out every time I would tag us on LinkedIn and it would have like your certifications <laughs> on there, and I was like, sometimes I want to like erase it and just put Dave, Selena, and Joe, but I didn't because you earned it, and so yeah, I'm excited about that. I would I will go ahead and let everybody know the new proctoring system that we talked about a couple of weeks ago before I took it. I would say absolutely do it. I mean, and they're, they're because you at first you were kind of skeptical. How about did it, you I find like. a yeah. room with no doors? So <laughs> <laughs> and no windows <laughs> and no windows. How? So I, I they, they let that go. Yeah, they did. They oh, okay. did. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah, so oh, I I was my, looking for one for you. Yeah, no, I was too. <laughs> so I originally was looking at working with nausea at uh, Work on Me Hub, but it ended up that we had one of our rooms at our house that was going to be open, our guest bedroom. We didn't have family in yet, so I was able to take it there, but I, it is very extensive. So if you don't have like a, a 360 camera that detaches from your computer that you can like walk around with, you're going to be taking your laptop and like putting it under your bed and under your chair and into your closet and every corner of the of the room. So Are you allowed to have your dog in there? No, and he was scratching at the door the entire time, and yeah. I'm like, not now, Cooper. That's so distracting. Right. It was. It was. But at the same time, I was like, I'm going to do this for Cooper. You know? Aww. <laughs> Aww. I'm almost out of I know. I was like, I have to hurry because I want to go play with my dog. <laughs> and you passed. So I, it's yes, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, honestly. What it, was that feeling when you passed? Like, how were you? Okay. Well, okay. You did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am the this. biggest dummy. So I remember the test last time and like you click finish and then it's like, Girl, you didn't pass, you know? And I was like, okay, cool. And Selena's like, hey, it popped up and said I passed. I was like, Fantastic. I didn't believe mine. So mine had said like, hey, you passed. And then, but it also said, we'll email you in a couple hours if you passed or something. Yeah, the, so I didn't believe the it. The verbiage is a little bit janky. So I was talking to the proctor because you have to tell the proctor when you're done. And then I was asking like, is there anything else that I have to do? And she was like, no, click out of the screen. So I clicked out before knowing if I passed or failed. <laughs> so they're oh. like, yeah. So they're like, um, we're going to send you an email in the next hour. Oh what I thought gosh. said hour. Oh couple God. hours. Yeah. Yep. So the next few hours, you'll receive an email with your score. And I was like, okay, like, I'll just wait here patiently, you know? <laughs> and then I'm like refreshing my email every five seconds. I'm like, why is this not coming through? I checked the site. Nothing was on there. I was like, I'm going to get my nails done because I need to not think about this anymore. I got the email. I took the test at 1 p.m. I got the email at 11.37 p.m. Oh. Oh, my God. So it was 10 hours of torture because I'm the big dummy that clicked out of it without seeing if I passed or not. It was my own fault. I should have, like, <laughs> taken the time and be like, oh, I need to make sure that I pass or whatever. Oh, that's... I love it. So we're all just yeah. sitting there on edge. I know. But can you imagine back in the day when you had to wait, like, a month or weeks for no, your results? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. GRE, GMAT. Yep. Yeah. Good thing you don't have to take that to get into a master's program now. Oh, good to know. Sweet. At Rosen, at least. Good to know. So speaking of CMP, we want to say congratulations to 
Sylvia Toff. She was in our study course. Um, she's with Disney, and she's also the uh, vice co-chair, vice chair of Visit Orlando's member liaison group. So, Sylvia Toff, congratulations on your CMP, girl. Boop, boop. Moving on to In the Biz. Maxine on Shine is back in the news, and Joe, you have this scoop. So if you know me, you know I'm a big advocate for Maxine's on Shine. I think that it's amazing what they've done with um, their property, and I, I just love her. She's so amazing. So I saw an article come up um, in regards to – it says restaurant owners take socially distanced dining to a new level. Um, and I read the article, and it said basically that her and her husband were trying to figure out ways to maximize their seating. And when they got the approval for – basically, you can have as many people that you want to outside as long as they're socially distant, right? So her husband built these platforms, and they're parking lot and put cabanas on there so everybody can have a spacious table to themselves so they have this like pebble beach feel of a parking lot and then they wanted to put their own islands out there basically so i thought that was the coolest thing yeah so go by there and check them out tell them that you heard about them on swag and repeat um but i think that's an amazing way of thinking they're participating in bite 30 which i think will be over by the time you listen to this yeah but magical dining is on the horizon we'll talk about that in in a couple yeah minutes disney $49 $49 a day. You How? guys, these theme parks, if you live in Florida and you have a Florida resident ID, I mean, go to all the parks, I guess, because they're giving you the best deals. Now is the time. Like, if you couldn't <laughs> afford it before. Now is the time. Now you can go to Universal all year mm-hmm. for your pass. Um, you can go to Disney for $50. I think these deals are going to get even better. You think? I do. There's not much time. Every, no, every week we no have a podcast. There's business people here. There's no tourists. They're going to dwindle down now that school started. We're down to like all, only four months left. So they can't, I mean, I don't want to wait too long and then only be able to go once. But with the Florida resident Disney Magic Flex ticket, Floridians can visit Disney World for as low as $49 a day, purchasing a four-day ticket at $195 plus tax. Um, so your ticket will be valid. Um, starting back in July through November 20th, they take a break and have blackout dates for Thanksgiving. And then it reopens for November 29th through December 18th. They also have a two-day ticket pass uh it's 65 dollars a day so it's 130 and that one is till september 30th so if you think you can make it two times before september 30th i think food and wine will still be going on um that looks like something that that i might do yeah let's meet up i know let's we do, should it. do it for food and wine day yeah you should yeah maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> we'll we're see. so busy you know I put this in here, but I forgot to tell you about this in the beginning. But have, did anybody see that picture floating around the yeah. uh, Instagram and the Facebook about the concert in the UK? Yep. Oh, they yeah. They set up like, little mini stages. Yeah. The, the, they called them mini wrestling rings. They do look like <laughs> wrestling rings. <laughs> what a concept. I mean, there was such like back and forth about that. It was like people are either like pro hardcore. I think those or, are the people who just want to go back to it was Dave. Concert. It was Dave. Yeah. Dave was like, no, this is unnecessary. Let's do it. I did say unnecessary. Yeah, that was his one comment. <laughs> I got I like, called out by Scott Stella about it. <laughs> <laughs> is this a good idea? He's like, it's unnecessary. Let's just meet. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend in Chicago who went to a concert in her car. So yeah. it was like $65 for a car. You can pack as many people in there as you want. And, and it was a live just, concert. Yeah. Is That's it like cool. a, a headlighter and type band, or I don't remember the band. It was someone okay. popular in our day. Someone worth day. sixty-five bucks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the whole car, though. If you had four yeah. people yeah. in there, it's twenty bucks each. Yeah, less. Well, I don't if know you if got like an RV, 
you could. I mean, I'm sure that they have RV parking. It's probably a hundred. But the yeah. only thing I can think of though is for those pods where you're separated into your own stage. I call it your own dance floor, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work for those people who go to concerts just so they could be in the mosh pit. Because right. that's not a thing now. Unless you create it one It should have never yourself. been a thing to start with. Are you I kidding? I, my whole youth was mosh pits. Oh, Mine God. was by accident. Yeah. I didn't want to be in oh, I loved it back in the day. <laughs> so Bite 30. We did Bite 30 this week. Last week? We went week? to yes. last week, yep. Where did we go? Booyah. 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 I like Booyah. Um, I hated this place the first time I went, but I loved it. Oh, this I was time. about to be like, what? <laughs> okay, so when we were considering meeting up, just you know, a few of us for dinner, we said, okay, what should we do for bite thirty? And Joe, right away, she was like, oh well, Booyah has lamb and Nutella, so you know Selena's in. Done. And, and she then was. She we didn't look anywhere else. That day. Yeah, so it was done. That was it. It was so good. Like for thirty great. bucks. Also, was it thirty five dollars? The happy it was hour. Thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Let's, if you haven't been to Booyah for anything, go for their happy hour. Oh my god, what a deal! Four to seven every day. Every day, Sundays included, and fifteen dollar pitchers of sangria, half off all the <laughs> bottles of wine, which is insane. Like, like seventeen dollars. I, I taught the entire table something yeah, when we sat nice. down. They're like, "Well, what are you going to get? You're going to get a cocktail? Happy hour is about to end." I go. Get a bottle of wine. Right. Then it, it, it goes, lasts. It goes against the on given. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we or ended you up could with do the, the Dave thing and get a cocktail and a bottle. Of wine. Yeah. <laughs> it's the way to go. <laughs> it's just a party all night. No, absolutely. <laughs> so if you haven't visited, uh, that's a, that was incredible. I had the truffle carbonara. It was out of this world. So good. Everything looked good. Everyone's played. Everybody was obsessed with the dulce de leche sauce from the churros. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. people were just drinking. That. I would go back there even without by thirty. That's what. That's why they well, do these things. And all their tapas, true. All the tapas are all. It's a tapas place, and they're all good. They're all. You know, they have unique flavors, and mm-hmm. they combine. And like, even when the waitress explained to you how their flan works, it's because they put a lot of creativity and in, into their conception of mm. what they present. So she explained, she's like, no, you have to eat it like this. And the reason why is because we made it like this. So they do that with all their food. Hmm. I just want churros now. Fantastic. So you missed that. So tough luck on that. (laughs) (laughs) But we have magical dining starting at the end of the month. And right before that is sip and savor. Have you heard of that one? I think we talked about it last year. Isn't that like Park Ave? No, I think it's all over the main streets of Orlando. It's oh. from it's the filler. It's from August seventeenth to August thirtieth. The filler, you know, because so it's, the, it's right in we between. We need food. Yeah, we well, gotta yeah. eat, right? Yeah, girl gotta eat. Girl right? gotta eat. <laughs> 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 so Love sip it. and savor. Look up this one. We didn't do any research on it, but I know my main street is, is participating in it. And there's a bunch of different food deals. With this one, it's not just a thirty dollar menu. They have some that have five dollar, oh. ten dollar. So it helps like the ones that aren't full service, like yeah. your, mm-hmm. your taco places that. For thirty bucks, you can buy the whole store, but for five bucks, they I'll have like a there. deal or something tacos. like that. That's mm-hmm. nice. So look up that one, and then Magical Dining starts up on August twenty eighth. Yes, it's August twenty eighth through October fourth, and I would ask everyone what restaurant that they're excited about, but we haven't seen the website yet, so we're not sure. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't know who's participating, and this has been kind of our conversation the past few weeks. Everyone keeps asking, like, is it happening? What's the deal with it? And to be honest, it wasn't happening until probably a month ago because we just didn't know where we were going to be. And with the spike that we had in early July, it was a, a big concern as to whether we wanted to have people being able to meet in such large crowds, but. They did have restaurants that were able to do so. So I think that we'll hopefully see the list of restaurants by this week at the latest, because obviously we have to start making rest- uh, reservations in two weeks. That's what I'm worried about. This one, like you need to make your reservations quick. Yes. Because usually when I participate in Magical Dining, I show up to a restaurant and it's packed and they're like putting tables so close together that they never existed before yeah. because there's so many people. 
But now restaurants are at fifty percent capacity. So if you right. don't have a reservation, like we're not taking walk-ins. Like do you it's think reservations. it will exist for like people who don't want to come in? To the yes. Oh, to go. Like, so, a great question. So, they have yes. So, brought. Magical like, Dining it has extended. It, it we never used to have to go right. available for that, but this year it is available for people to, to enjoy at home. Okay. And, and I, yeah, go ahead. from that, what I'm hearing, even though news hasn't been announced yet, you know how for Bite Thirty it was thirty dollars for dine in and thirty five for takeout for the same menu. What I'm hearing for Magical Dining is that it's the same price. There is yes. no. There's no additional upcharge to takeout. Yeah, yeah. Which is great because then you can which is eat. awesome. By yourself in the parking lot. Well, and we still do what the point is, which is donate to the charity, right? So, like, that's right. the whole reason. I mean, yes, we all love a good steak, but the reason that we do this is so that a dollar from every meal is donated to the charity, which will also be named when they do the website. So, you'll yeah. see that pro- hopefully later this week. That's awesome. All right. So, speaking of Visit Orlando and Experience Kissimmee, I kind of put this teaser out there asking, like, when are their events going to come back? Because Visit Orlando. You miss networking? I do miss you networking. Went on vacation. But it seems back. like some are starting to go. We got GMF. We have I Said Yes. We have uh, CFWA. CFWA. We have a bunch of others. And I shouldn't be tapping. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. <laughs> but, you know, where's our power lunches and where are experienced Kissimmee's? I don't know what they call them. Like they're different events and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. So have we heard anything? I wouldn't expect it, to be honest. And I wouldn't even maybe expected throughout the end of the year. If so, we're definitely not going to have those annual luncheons or anything like that. And if they did that, I would be extremely surprised due to the networking part prior prior to the seated luncheon. So I don't think that the luncheon would be a problem. We have these huge ballrooms and we can find the space for things and limit the capacity. But I think the networking, which is the point at the beginning of mm-hmm. it, is where they, they're a little bit hesitant to invite that many people. And with good reason. I mean, these are CVBs. These are people that represent the entire city not just their name or their concept is the entire city so that can get really bad really quick if something were to be done prematurely obviously we would love to see them again that's our favorite events are some of those so i look forward to it but i do see a little bit of concern there yeah now i know with visit orlando you pay to be a member mm-hmm. so i think there is some kind of expectation of we should have something going on some right. kind of events especially if that's why you're a member so i'll that's say 100 why i'm for a example yeah. skull orlando when you join I, i've always talked about why i love their membership package yeah. because when you sign up to be a member all of the monthly dinners are included so you get a three-course dinner event registration it's all included every uh, year the only one that's not is like the holiday event and maybe something extra mm-hmm. but that's what my membership covers, right? So I'm paying that member fee, but it includes all these events. So because this year we haven't been able to meet for f- almost six months now, they're working on basically giving us our memberships for next year, like carrying it over. That's excellent. Because of that. What which, a great way to know, take care of your members. Yeah, yeah. Great concept. So maybe, maybe it's just some more communication or, or what's going on because I don't even think we've heard well, no. they, and the, anything see, from – And then I think about – And maybe they're not even working. I, I hate to think that, think, but well. – I don't well, know. You don't know who's still there, who's not there. You can also think about a lot of organizations are offering virtual events. Like um, NACE has been offering virtual MPI, even though they did two in person. Tribe International is virtual for the year. So they're still offering their monthly whatever it was, but now it's virtual. So I wonder if that webinar that Visit Orlando does every Wednesday for members, maybe that's what they're offering. If that's the case, they need to communicate that and, and say that to the members because right now I feel like the value isn't there. Maybe and it's that's a very expensive membership. That it's, is, it's not cheap. Yes. Sure. Exactly. And Experience Kissimmee is, is not charge anything. Right. It's still complimentary. It, their events are, are great. And they, yes. You know, those are some of the best ones they have. And, mm-hmm. you know, I miss well, them, I guess. And but. us in the industry, you know, we always keep saying somebody needs to step up and start so that Be a we leader. all have events. So maybe 
these industry, you know, CVBs or organizations can be the leaders to start having events safely. Well, they need to be. Right. And that, yeah. that's the point. Like the Events Industry Council, like these types of organizations, someone needs to set a precedent and a standard for how we're going to move forward as an industry mm-hmm. in a COVID world. I'm just talking a little <laughs> too far. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> flag me down. I, I want the people um, at home to hear this because it's um, coming from a doctor. I, <laughs> I mean, just in the little, I mean, we haven't really been on campus very much, but the, the, my brother-in-law actually works for Grubhub and they are working with organizations to provide unique solutions for feeding people Mm -hmm. at virtual events. So they're doing contracts with meeting planners so that people all over the country, all over wherever can, they get like either everybody orders from the same establishment if it's a nationwide brand or they get like a credit that they can use for Grubhub and then everybody can eat together. So Mm -hmm. they're still trying to provide that like sense of community and I know that he's working on like partnering with restaurants as well to be able to provide unique solutions for their clients when their clients come in. You know, how we move forward and how the industry will look, nobody really knows. We just all have to evolve together. But I agree with the Visit Orlando thing. Like you're paying a membership, you need to be getting something out right. of it. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, all the, those fees and stuff are collected for this year. So yeah. mm-hmm. maybe we can talk next year. Yeah. If you're not getting your renewals on your membership, but why did it have to stop? Right. So, yeah. Be a leader. Let's, you know, let's see if yeah. our industry people can't even plan events and have events. You know, I don't know when we're going to get back to. And I mean, from what I've seen, because I've gone to CFWA, I said yes, and GMF industry people, we in the industry are ready to network, whether we're furloughed and still want to build and maintain those relationships or look for a new job or anything like that, or we're working, we understand, yeah, there might not be as much business happening, mm-hmm. but we still want to have those connections, not just virtually. Do you think it, the difference is that Visit Orlando has memberships by company and these other ones are by individual? Yes. I mean, that's the, mm-hmm. the biggest thing that comes out in my mind. It's we have to protect that company, not that individual that wants to go. It's a little bit, I mean, it's a little bit different, but, but for independent business owners, you know, you are the it's, company. It's, you are yeah. the company. Mm-hmm. Which, so it's. I mean, yeah, I guess Orlando has a lot of companies too, but there's a lot of independent business. Owners. Absolutely, well, right. maybe not the big annual lunches. They they may not come back. Maybe but we, those power hour lunches. Yeah. those could. Well, come you can back. monitor small the capacity. Happy hours. Yeah, right. You could just do fifty. I mean, that's how many. Sometimes that's are better. You're, yeah. you're, or they can do half. I mean, they could do hybrid, and they could u- utilize a company like Grubhub mm-hmm. for the people who aren't there to actually do the networking in person. They could. You know what I mean? There's there's ways to work around it. I gotta it imagine they're spending a lot of money on those speakers. Well, those yeah, people, right? Mm-hmm. They're not doing that for free. Oh, I thought they were doing it for free for sponsorship. That's how it seemed to me when they're like presented by. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, but Yelp, the Amazon. other thing to consider though with costs is food. So even with organizations like Nias and MPI, we're thinking you know to be proper during this time, it's not the best to go to every venue and say, hey, will you host and do a free room Mm -hmm. capacity for us and free parking and do a discounted food and beverage so we can have attendees? So it's hard for anyone to ask for those right now and to ask anyone to offer them. Like You can't expect the Hilton Orlando, who always hosted those big events for Visit Orlando, to now say, yeah, we'll have 50 people come in and give mm-hmm. it to you for $10 so that you can make, pro- you know, yeah. any of that. Well, and it's hard for organizations to know what to charge people to. Yes. Like everybody, yeah. you know, <laughs> even because people are ready to network, but if you're furloughed right. or you don't have a job. Or like, if you have a job, but you have a spending freeze. 
Right. Like, like how are you going <laughs> to, yep. how are you going to attend these things? So how can we you just limit the attendance down? You know, I mean, but then you're yeah. limiting it's, it's, there's so many things to consider. There's so many mm-hmm. new factors that we're all, that everybody's trying to manage all at once. And I have conversations with my students about this. It's like, you know, their final exam is like, you know, writing, what do you do if you're in this situation mm-hmm. and you're working and you're Joe or you're Selena or you're Dave and you're trying to figure out like how to manage business in a post. <laughs> All right, we got to move on. Yeah. Well, somebody that's managing their business in a fun way, there's a drive-in style rave coming to downtown Orlando this weekend, actually, which I thought was so funny. And we there was three um, companies that were putting it on. And the question was, was it the three companies that got their license taken away last <laughs> week? <laughs> it was not. It's going to be held at the Ace Cafe in downtown Orlando oh, nice. on Saturday, August 22nd. You can bring a car full of friends to enjoy social distancing music. Um, they're going to have several DJs, live music, all kinds of fun. You can bring beach chairs, lawn chairs, and umbrellas. They're all permitted to you. So you can sit outside of your car, but no outside food or drinks are allowed. And of course, no coolers as well. Food, drinks, and restrooms are available at at Ace Cafe. And the parking lot opens at 1 p.m. and can hold a total of 80 cars. So do you RSVP for that or is it first come first? There are tickets available. There's okay. early bird tickets on sale for $20. And then the day of is $25 and VIP tickets for $40. I wonder what it means to be a VIP. <laughs> Front row. Closer I think you to should DJ. pay and find out. I know, right? So Sports Ball with Selena. It's our new segment. What's happening? Why are we What's happening in the world of sports, Selena? Oh, man. Okay, I can tell you that the Blues lost game number two or something. And by sports ball, that's hockey. That is hockey. Um, Blues is St. Louis. Yes. That's where Ryan's from, so I know that one. What What is the city of Orlando? What? City of Orlando went to like the semifinals for the first time ever, but then lost. Okay. It was the finals, but they did lose. See? I was like, we don't have a hockey team. <laughs> um, this is, yeah. fo- this Orlando is soccer. soccer. Yeah. We're all over the place. Okay. That's how my, yeah. <laughs> what else? What else we got? Let's go to There's something Joe's. happening. There's a Disney bubble. Apparently they're playing games on top of all the fun stuff that we're seeing. I didn't know that. I don't part. know if we yeah. have time for that this week. But I don't yeah. know about it. So. I don't know anything about that. But Joe hates Walmart, but she loves, K- not Kmart. Target. 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 Who doesn't hate Walmart, though? I know. I just hate everything. I'm sorry. She really hates it. Tell us about this new small format Target. (laughs) Yeah. Orlando gets his first small format Target. It's uh, opened over the weekend. It's going to be off of just south of SeaWorld off of Daryl Carter Parkway. So it's a 65,000 square foot uh, Target, which is basically half of what a normal Target would be. And basically, they're opening 120 small format stores so that they can reach the customers in urban or dense areas or near college campuses, things like Mm -hmm. that that may have to usually travel for those things they can still get those essentials in a smaller type of format i have so many questions well i love that the fact that they're opening each of these and it's gonna have this store specifically open 95 jobs for oh, people so that's great oh, cool. in this time i just love that and i love target so yeah, that's it that's amazing. they pay well they treat their people well they treat their people well they, they do pay really well they, actually you go up the ranks and promote and management mm-hmm. it's starting well. hourly wages 15 dollars an hour at yeah well, there you go new jobs um yeah is it two stories is it one of those fancy ones like california it's well, only sixty-five thousand square feet so i don't, I don't know what that so. means it's hard to know what it that means david floors? meister's thing yesterday was fifteen thousand square feet um, so four okay. of those but also that area over by Daryl Carter Parkway is insane. I haven't been down this there's way a lot for so going long. On over there. All of a sudden, there's like huge, like they've got a cheesecake factory over there. Is that right? where we had yeah. our MPI meeting? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, there's like a lot. Oh, Not nice. only just the road. 
we can't ignore that we have Michelle home here. So we do. We need to. We need to talk about her. She's been sitting patiently. She's sitting here with the secret to college football. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> That's why Dave invited her. She's like, you work at UCF. Come here. on in. I need to know: Are we having a football season or not? I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> That's a yes. I, that was our interview. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. I have been scouring the UCF recover like COVID website, and there's no information on UCF football okay. or athletics. Okay. It's a secret. Top it's secret. a secret. I think they just. I my assumption is that they just haven't figured it out yet. They're probably just waiting to see how things go. I mean, okay. figure out what like the SEC is doing first, and then yeah. do that. Okay. Yeah. So what about Rosen College? You know all about that. Yeah, that you know about. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Has school? You know how school started for kids? Has school started for no? Okay. So we start back to class on. August 24th. Okay. We have faculty retreats and things like that next week. So I'll know a lot more after that point. However, I do know that, you know, the new president, President Cartwright, wants people on campus. He wants there to be some sense of normalcy, especially for the first time in college students. I think that's really important. But we need to do it in a safe way, especially for parents to feel comfortable, for students to feel comfortable. So what are we doing about that? It's specifically at the Rosen College. Some colleges have completely moved virtual for the fall, like the entire psychology college has completely moved online. Some parts of UCF's college. Some parts of UCF. So like there's individual Mm -hmm. colleges, right? So like the Rosen College, we are operating in three different formats. So we will have in-person. Attendance is flexible. So for students who don't feel comfortable, we'll have to teach in what's called a blend flex mode. So basically you have students who are watching on Zoom while you have students in the classroom or you set we've separated some students out into separate classrooms. So there's like two classrooms of students to enforce social distancing. Does the teacher run back and forth? No. They're watching <laughs> they're watching on a like oh, wow. on, okay. on like live on Zoom or something That's like that. It's kind of like what conferences are doing. Yes. We are hosting large classes in the Darden Auditorium, which is like, you know, the largest space that we have. Personally, I'm teaching in what's called V mode. So there's the traditional M mode, which is hybrid, right? So there's only one, you know, you meet half online, half in class. That's how my classes were supposed to be. But we've switched some of them to V mode because students are just not, some students are just really not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you finding that any students are just skipping this semester? Like is enrollment down at enrollment all? Enrollment does not seem to be down at the moment. Okay. We actually had really, really, really good numbers for the summer, surprisingly, but everything was online. So obviously enrollment in our online, and then we have traditional W, which are online classes. And those are completely full. I mean, well, those are like, you have to think the people that are in college right now, mm-hmm. they grew up in technology. So they're loving the virtual part, right? No. No? <laughs> so there's some students that do and there's some students that don't. Like I've had over the summer, I had some challenges with students like figuring out what to do with Zoom. Do we need to meet virtually? Do we not? So like in this video mode that I was telling you about, video mode means that we're still meeting synchronously. We're just all meeting on Zoom instead of in the classroom. Online, you can't require the students to meet synchronously. So um, the challenge, I I don't know what the challenges are going to be. We'll see once we get started. But I think a lot of students are going to be wondering, okay, 
what do I do when I have issues? Where do I, who do I contact? You know, the Center for Distributed Learning uh, are the people managing the whole initiative with Zoom. We have a contract with Zoom. There's also another platform that professors can use. But Have you heard anything about how internships are going to be, how that requirement is going to be different? So maybe that's not your thing. But. It's it's not my area. However, Jessica Wiki is working tirelessly. For those of you that know her, she's working tirelessly on getting all of the internship stuff in place. It's been it's been very, very difficult for students who need internships because people just aren't hiring. So there are revised internship courses to accommodate current challenges, including online certification courses for those students who need them. We're trying to get students the internship hours that they need in order to be able to to do the, you know, get the hours that they need to graduate. We're doing everything that we can. It's tough. Dorms are open. Students are coming. They're moving into campus. So speaking of dorms, yeah. I don't know if you know this answer, but last night somebody was telling me, oh, FSU. So at FSU, if you live on campus in a dorm, you can't leave. So you're like locked on, shut down. You can't go home for the weekend, visit your parents. You can't go anywhere. You're like quarantined in your dorm. Is that how UCF's doing it? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm actually looking right now for that. UCF housing, you know, they provide face coverings to students. The students will be provided them. They'll have to wear them at the same time. They pick up their UCF ID prior I saw to the those, start of the actually, semester. I saw that UCF in general is offering their face masks and they're branded with UCF and there's different uh-huh. kinds. They're actually going to have vending machines. For them? Yeah. But they're not free in the vending machine. No. But that's but, smart yeah. in case you forget it or you leave it somewhere. Yeah. You know, um, I saw the first place I saw having vending machines for PPE is the Orlando airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have apartment style living on Rosen campus. So everything students, there are some students who are going to be sharing rooms and obviously they have to be comfortable with that. But most of them are going to be in their own, you know. Yeah, they have their own room. I don't. Some share. Really? Some share. I lived there, but we did not. We all had our own rooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We shared, two people shared a bathroom. Yeah. I'm not so, shocked that Selena had her own room. Not it's like, it's a, you know, you have to pay for like a single or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. All faculty and staff are required to do what's called a COVID checker before you come to campus. Like you cannot, you have to fill, you have to check through the app, the UCF app, like saying that you're healthy, that you don't have symptoms, that you don't have all these things. Interesting. Um, they're doing, you know, testing on campus. They do antibody testing. They do regular COVID testing. So how can we as the industry help support you at the Rosen College? Like what can we do with COVID in mind? Well, I think it's a lot of us right now are looking for speakers to talk about like what you're doing in the industry and how things are changing. Personally, I teach a class on strategic event design. So I'm looking for people who are planning strategically for this type of thing that happens and how do we like specific design elements. I'm talking about like goals and objectives. How do you plan for something like this and how do you mitigate issues with it? And then food and beverage as well, because food and beverage specifically, we just talked about it earlier in this podcast. Like how do we accommodate food and beverage needs in a COVID world? Hello, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Emily Smith just walked in and you know how do we accommodate food and beverage needs in this world you know what do we do how do we plan strategically for that to meet our food and beverage needs for events as well so everybody has different needs and if you guys are available for speaking in classes I would definitely make that known I know several of you sit on advisory boards for the unit for the college and if you are available for that just send an email so it can be circulated to all the faculty and then we can pass your name along and because we all we're all learning together I mean I know a lot of us a lot of people are looking to academics to have the answers for things 
things as well. And we are doing research in these areas. The Rosen College has the recovery and reskill workshops. Jessica Wiki is actually doing the next one. So oh, the yeah, dates for those, those. Yeah, there's one this Friday. Those are on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then there's actually an alumni one. There's webinars for what for alumni, but anybody can watch them. The, their recordings are on the hospitality.ucf.edu website. They're called Research, Recovery, and Rescale. The next one that's coming up that's live, actually, there aren't any more. Okay. There's one this Friday. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. The that's, that's the Got other it. one. But like topics include like uh, the resilience and vulnerability of small lodgings in Florida, things like that. So a lot of them are tourism related, but a recipe for future innovation and adaptation amid the post-COVID-19 recovery. So just things to continue in education and that type of stuff we're finding is becoming really important to people, especially right now. They're trying to diversify their skill set. Thank you so much. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not smart. (laughs) I love the Rosen College. I know, it's so great. We have somebody here from there. That's great. Uh, Any other final thoughts before we move on to events this week? Nope. Okay, so we have... The event leadership challenge continues this week, and Selena is going to participate in that. Yes. So it's, again, just like last week, every day this week, I think it's from one to three would make sense. It's free to register. It's sponsored by EMRG Media. You just look up their website to sign up, and there's so many amazing speakers and great relevant topics right now that are new strategic thinking that is not being put out anywhere else double shot of soto with emily smith who actually happens she to just be walked here in so to, great she's she's uh, gonna help me uh make the promo for that that'll go on facebook and stuff so oh nice but she is talking in her it's not speaking to you it's like what her fourth or fifth time she's now? a pro now yeah she's, she's got it yeah. she's a pro if you she's got a nail down now so if you need someone to help you with work-life balance and how that actually looks in a very unique strategic way especially for by a female in this industry yeah this event's nearly sold out. There are a few spots left. It's going to be at Delaney's Tavern, which is in the Soto District. They're going to serve a full breakfast, and it's free. Okay. So. Well, then I'll register right now. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Get there. <laughs> SES Virtual. It's what are they calling it? N-Virtual, right? E-N-Virtual? Envision. Oh, it's Envision. It it's SES Virtual. Just SES Virtual? <laughs> I saw the E-N thing. Isn't yeah. it Envision? I don't know. SES something. It's Envision. It is Envision. My bad. Thanks. And virtual is not a It's been a while since he's yeah, but that's also on the 19th. Definitely check it out. It's only $10 if you're a member of MPI anywhere in the world, $30 if you're a non-member, and there are scholarship opportunities available, so just look at mpiscs.org to get details. It They're calling it a half day of education, but it's from 12 to 6. So, that's my whole day. You know, that's a lot of day. That's a lot for a Hamilton. All right. HSMAI is also the same day. Yes. Practically at the same time. It's 3 to 4. They're covering the guest experience post-COVID and beyond. That's virtual. And beyond. That was a Buzz Lightyear reference. Good job. Tribe yes. Coffee Connections and Cohesiveness? Yes. Is, is all that? Okay. August 20th. At 8 a.m. It's virtual and it's being hosted by Natalia Foote. Florida Citrus Sports. So Carlin, yeah. right? her group, is Ab- doing a virtual yoga presented by Bud Light Seltzer. What does that mean? So in the past when they've done these, they randomly like picked different people who had registered and showed up at the door and gave them the alcohol. So that's what I'm hoping happens this time. Okay. Um, I've tried Bud Light Seltzer. I like it. So hey. All right. And that's Thursday the 20th at 5 o'clock. Rosen webinar number eight on mentorship that's, value. That's the one that Selena was talking about. Yeah. This is the industry one. That so, one is Friday at 11. And that's free. Yes. Virtual and free. Mm-hmm. On the horizon, we have the MPI Academy, Future Forward Trust and Transparency, a three-part digital series on August 25th. 
Yep. That's also free. You can sign up on mpi.org. F-F-E-A, Future Farmers of America? (laughs) (laughs) Of Eastern America. (laughs) You guys, it's the Florida Festival and Events Association. Same. Mm -hmm. And they're doing their virtual conference the 25th through the 27th. Cvent Connects, August 25th through the 26th. That's virtual and free. And our good friend, George, my friend, (laughs) is back with a luncheon at Taverna Opa. You'll see Selena there, August 28th, 11.30 a.m., and that's 35 bucks. Yeah. Sounds right. And he has a speaker. I don't oh, know who it is, but there's a speaker oh, that's time. Okay. There's education at How this one. that? So want to thank Michelle Holm, Dr. Michelle Holm of UCF's oh, Rosen no College. Didn't tell us about football, but. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. I know that was the main reason. Yes. <laughs> I got more from it than that. We have like a, a bunch of guests Guest. coming up. Mm-hmm. Do you remember any of them? Yeah, I remember all of them. Who do we got? Okay. So next week we're going to be hanging out and interviewing with Shannon Tarrant from Wedding Day oh, Map. Yes, the wedding Super map. Super excited about yes. that. She brings the energy and I'm so excited. Then the following week will be with Todd Zimmerman. And I didn't know this, but he's going to be, he's the president elect of ILEA. Mm-hmm. Look at that. I don't even know that. Orlando. Oh my gosh, I mean, so he has a job too. He's with Oddities and, and they're actually sponsoring our show. Cool, cool. Very cool. So that's awesome. Um, Thanks for that. The week of Labor Day, you're going to have to take a break from us as we well because we are taking a break. Yeah. So uh, we won't have a show on the 7th, but we'll be back to you the following week with Susie Brady. And then and then down the road, we also have uh, Brant Mensoir. So we've got a He's lot a of talent. Star. He is a rock star, literally. So we have a lot and of talent. Steve Right after yeah, him? Yeah, there's, there's a ton of people. So check out the Facebook group. See who's coming up. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you get that notification every Monday morning when the next episode drops. Did you want to tell us something about Chris Pratt? You had some celebrity gossip? <laughs> Throwing this in at the very end. This is it. This is it. we got to go. Fun <laughs> fact, if you didn't know. Fun fact, he's... What is her first name? I don't even remember Arnold Schwarzenegger's Arnold daughter? Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. They have a baby together. Okay, were they I married? I didn't even know they were together? together. Okay, who knows? If so you him. don't know, now you know. Yeah, you're welcome. A little pop culture for you to end out the show. That's it. We got to go. We got to go. Thank you guys so much. Have a great week. We'll see you out there. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. You are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.